1: might not be glad that you did.
0: There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they can become something more. The that we never Welcome to Fury's Finest, a podcast about discussion of Marvel Crisis Protocol and the Marvel Universe. We're back today. My name is Jesse Aiken. I'm joined by Chris Bruffett. How are you doing today, Chris?
1: Jesse, I am 100% super excited and absolutely amazed that news dropped before we recorded a pod instead of immediately after. It's unusual, right? <laughs> it's extremely unusual, but it's extremely exciting. So we get to talk about
0: it. Yeah, and it's not a ton of news today, but it's definitely worth doing an episode, a news update, we think. So we think a lot of discussions are going to come from it, even though it's a smaller peppering of news. We also have another topic to talk about after the news. Some of the affiliations we're kind of working on right now, and some of the affiliations we're planning on doing in the coming month or so. And some of our journey to Lone Star Open. Of course, if you're a patron, you've been getting a lot of After Dark content about this but we wanted to do a little bit on the main feed before Lone Star Open happens as well. So, you know, Chris, it's just a lot of good stuff. And I think we just got to get right into it today. Before we do, we have some people to thank.
1: Fury's Finest is supported by Mr. Laser. Go to mr-laser.square.site for all of your Marvel Crisis protocol needs.
0: I War Game makes the best marked mats for MCP in the business, and we highly recommend checking them out at, at iWarGame.net. They just dropped Crisis Mats Volume 2, which I am extremely high on, as Chris yeah. knows, because... I War Game has added non-city elements into their new mats. Of course, they've added more city mats to the repertoire, which is great. But they've also added a cosmic colony and a forest slash jungle mat, which I think are just going to cover a lot of bases of people's oh, terrain yeah. options out there. And, you know, I don't think anyone had done a marked cosmic map yet chris for that amg cosmic terrain and then you know i've got stuff like the hydra stuff and my own in my own kind of sci-fi terrain so i think we're in a good spot with these new mats and i highly
1: recommend them they're definitely extremely convenient and very high quality yep and we'll be picking some up and hopefully we'll be using them
0: at some of our next local events and tournaments and we will be posting pictures on the Discord. Of course, we cannot do the show without our patrons. Our patrons make this show happen at patreoncom slash Finest. If you enjoy our show, and would like to join our private Discord community, check out the Patreon tiers. We take this time to thank all of our patrons for their support. I did just mention it, but also that Asgardian tier and up, you get an additional feed of the podcast with bonus episodes with me and Chris talking all sorts of MCP content and other content. And then on top of that, we randomly have guests on there a lot. We have a lot of guests on the bonus feed as well, which I think is very fun. Of course, if you join at that tier, you can even go back and, of course, listen to the old episodes of the bonus feed as well. Catch some cool content over the year.
1: This week, we want to send a very special shout out to Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. And, of course, we cannot do this show without our Avenger
0: producers, Rusty, Rich, Puyan, and Sean. Thank you, Avengers.
1: Thank you so much, guys.
0: All right, Chris, let's get into our July news update. (laughs) Starting off the news update like we always do, Chris, we're going to talk about some affiliation changes. So we just got three new models in the game as of this month, and they have some new homes. So starting off, Black Order got Cosmic Ghost Rider.
1: What a team full of cool, cool characters, cool, cool sculpts, and just a lot of firepower. It remains to be seen how competitive this will be, but it's just such a cool team. It's just full of cool characters.
0: Yeah, I think in the episode where we did Cosmic Ghost Rider... More in more recent time, I mentioned that I think Cosmic Ghost Rider's best home is going to be the Corvus leadership, and I hope that's the case. Yeah. I, I just really don't think it's going to work with the Thanos unless you just really commit to like a like a three wide list, right, or two wide list, really. Because I mean, the threat costs are so high: eight threat Thanos, six threat Cosmic Ghost Rider sitting at fourteen already. I mean, it's looking pretty tight for you. <laughs> uh, also, not being able to bring Corvus in a Black Order list just seems weird. It hurts. You, you right? want them in every Black Order list you can, so. I really think he's going to have a home in that wide, not even wide is not the right word, but that medium with Corvius yeah. leadership, right? And I think something I'm looking forward to playing. But moving on, Chris, we have, of course, the addition of Claw into Cabal and Criminal Syndicate. We knew he was going to be Criminal Syndicate because he's a leader. Yep.
1: Cabal makes sense. Cabal makes a little bit of sense. Uh and definitely not mad about it. Of course, Cabal before people get too upset about it cabal is just the kind of avengers pastiche for the uh for the bad guys right so yeah
0: just catch all yeah
1: there has to be this for the game to to kind of work and we can pick our nits but for the most part this makes sense i'm not mad about it it's there's going to be some wacky cabal teams you're going to be able to make here soon though i mean as if they're not already oh yeah for sure and I think him being this
0: criminal syndicate leader, I think, is gonna be just so cool. Like how we see it actually manifest in the game. And something we might talk about today a little bit in a later segment. But moving on, Chris, and keeping on this criminal syndicate theme, something I wasn't ready for, but I'm very excited to see it. Maybe excited to see it? It's Mbaku in criminal syndicate. Interesting, right? Very interesting. You know, we haven't done his episode yet, but we have talked to M'Baku a lot on this show. We've talked about him and his old generation and of course some of his current iteration. And we've seen some criminal ties and stories come up through those explorations of early Wakanda episodes. I can see it. Once again, the yeah. criminal syndicate, you know, You've, you've got to always think about people get really fixated on affiliations. I think in the community, it's really funny sometimes. And you just got to look at it too, like along the lines of some of these are more nebulous things. And I think the criminal syndicate is a good example of that. They added Ulik to the criminal syndicate because he was part of a small criminal syndicate gang, circus gang. He's not necessarily part of Kingpin's Hell's Kitchen criminal syndicate, right? But that's not what the criminal syndicate is. It's everyone who's been in a criminal mini organization or the greater criminal that, organization. Yeah, it's at that large.
1: kind of overach- kind of overarching, you know, six one six all criminals kind of keep in loose kind of communication and, and yeah. sit around big conference tables sometimes and threaten each other, you know?
0: I mean shoot, look at our Hood episode, right? Like Hood's yeah,
1: man. kind of a loner. I mean sort of except he's always got a gang. Exactly. <laughs> he's always he's always taken power over some group of people, usually other criminal syndicate gangs yep. and groups, right? So
0: there's a lot of artistic freedom I think in these affiliation lists and I think this is represented through Mbaku being criminal. But moving on, Chris, of course the Guardians got Cosmic Ghost Rider we knew it was coming because he had yeah. affiliated cards with them, but amazing to see on the list. And of course, Wakanda got M'Baku because M'Baku is another leader of Wakanda. So all in all, I'm just very happy. I think the only standout here probably is M'Baku being CS. I feel like we probably had a feeling Claw was going to be Cabal, CS. Yeah, You know, it all makes sense. And we knew Cosmic Ghost Rider was going to be Black Order through some of the hints they given us and just the fact that he worked directly with Thanos.
1: I am glad to have confirmation that Claw is not in the Wakanda affiliation. Right. I, I know that he is, you know, he's a Black Panther, Black Panther villain. He is. Yeah, recurring. Yeah, he's going to be, he's part of that Panther rogues gallery. And, you know, AMG sometimes will kind of lump those in, especially think about Killmonger and Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And Wakanda's already a pretty small affiliation, so it's nice to see them expand, but it's also nice to see them not expand just for the sake of expansion. It's nice to see M'Baku yeah. there and, and not Claw just because he's an enemy of theirs and they need more characters. Good decision.
0: Absolutely. Also, another box added of the game that didn't wind up in Avengers, so it's kind of a win also for nice, Yeah. Yeah. Just nice for variety's sake. All right, Crystal, that's it for the affiliation list. I think we're going to return to some of this in our affiliation discussion, probably coming up shortly. Some thoughts, maybe more on these characters and maybe us trying them in our future rosters. But let's move oh, yeah. on. The banned and restricted list was updated. And I will preface before we get into this and I'll say, think about around the summer of last year when they added more elements to the banned and restricted list and they, you know, made the gems banned or restricted, right? And they obviously they changed them. And, and it seems like there's a lot of steps that AMG goes before card packs come out. And it, to me, I don't have any inside information at all, but I do think this might be a step towards the card pack. And I preface that and I say, because you just never know until the card packs out, like what everything fully is looking like. And I think deception is going to be a lot of framing of our discussion today. I think I, I've got I'm telling myself and the listeners to frame deception through that lens, because I don't think this is like necessarily the final form of deception,
1: mm. right? I think that is a, a really great point. This might just be able, this could just be something to get us through this season of tournaments, right? Right. To, to keep that, the dreaded, you know, deception into Mal and Red Skull uh, a little bit harder to do, but- it has to be, right? So it has to be. <laughs> starting with deception, it was added
0: to the restriction list that of deception, of course, is mystique's named card. So let's talk about a lot of the pros and cons here because I think there are many. Let's start with the cons camp <laughs> and we'll end on a positive note. Sure. So I think that though I said this is probably a stepping stone, I think it's yeah. a con at the moment because deception is not changed, it's just restricted. It's not a band aid, it's a massive bandage. It's, it's a very big band-aid, right? But I think we got to change something with deception in the future, potentially with the cost or the affiliation or the range or the distance of allies to each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think one of these things needs to happen instead of the restriction in
1: theory. Yes, there are a ton of tweaks that could be made to this card. As you just kind of illustrated, you, you pointed out three or four just off the top of your head, really quick. There, there are so many things you can do. I know the popular kind of idea going around in the community is to, you know, make it brotherhood affiliated or something of the like, but I think that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. I, I think that's a very good idea, but I don't want to get myself so sold on it that if AMG goes another way, I'm mad. You know what I mean? 100% because I'm not making the decision. They are, and they are, they have proven themselves to be very, very careful and meticulous (laughs) when it comes to changing the wording on cards that people have paid money for, have already gotten. There are a lot of folks that play this game that probably don't keep up with the online discourse and listen to the podcasts and things like that. So these changes may never see them. And I know they take that, I know they take that very, very seriously. And it can be absolutely frustrating to have these long lulls. But ultimately, I trust AMG. They have given us a lot of reason to trust them to this point. So until I have a reason not to, I will continue to trust them. And this, th- these changes, the Deception one feels fine. Uh, I, it's a good move. But the real big change, of course, for me, is the band
0: oh yeah and we're about to get to that don't worry that that's a massive change i just think with this deception it's good to put yourself in this headspace chris just mentioned it's what i'm personally doing because i don't really think this is where deception is going to end up i hope this is not where it ends up because i think it's actually being just restricted positively impacts certain teams that would run run mystique in a powerful way and negatively impacts other teams that want to run around mystique in a powerful way. And I also think Mystique is one of those characters where it's like this is so iconic to the character. They wanted to get her yeah. shape-shifting in and her deceptive nature in the game without being a superpower. So I think for Mystique fans and Brotherhood fans, I think this is an essential card. I think it's, this is as essential as like something like Rocket and Groot. You're never going to take Rocket and Groot in a list without Deadly Duo in your 10, right? You're just never going to do Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. So I think inversely, looking at this kind of on the negative side of things, I do think this probably hurts Brotherhood the most, sadly. Um, not because yeah. they're not necessarily at the top right now. They're 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 doing well, but they're just, you know, they're a pretty balanced, strong team. And this inadvertently hurts them a lot because Magneto's already struggling a lot in a lot of ways. And for him to lose one restricted card or you to make a choice, like do I wanna do I really want Risk Deception or do I really want Brace? Do I really want patchup? Do I really want him dominable? Irony of that is Magneto wants all three of those restricted right. cards, right? Ideally, he wants Indomitable and Brace and probably Patch Up too, so to just make him work normally. So I think having Deception really hits them hard. And I'm coming up with this from a experienced Brotherhood player at this point, because that's what I've been on the last while. And it's just a bummer because it's more of a bummer because I know this is probably not its final form, and I just want to try right. the final form. I want to try the yeah. nerfed, the nerfed card that's not
1: restricted. That's what I want. You want to be at the end of this journey and be playing with the the balanced card. Absolutely, yeah. completely. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to be playing against the balanced card instead of this one. So I'm right there with you, man. You mentioned Cabal. So I'm talking about why this matters and why
0: Brotherhood's taking the hit here. Brotherhood seems to be taking the hit for the Mal Cabal mystique in that roster the most because right. she, of course, is Cabal-affiliated. You, of course, with reckless abandon can pull in an enemy model to have the cat eat and that needed to be changed a hundred percent. And so that list is actually taking a little bit of a, a nerf here because that list is making a decision. Do I want a restricted card or own deception? But it does really sting for the Brotherhood that they can't use one of the most thematic brotherhood things, which is Mystique shapeshifting someone, especially when you've been playing a lot of Mystique Brotherhood like I have been for for a while. Like really just Mystique Brotherhood. So we'll see what this ends up being right now. It seems like Brotherhood, Mystique is just dying for Mal sins, and that's okay. Until we get mal figured out and kind of balanced, that's what we're gonna have to do. Exactly. I do have high hopes that the card is going to be changed in the card pack and that this restricted thing will just come off. The card will no longer be restricted, but it'll be a weaker version of the card, which I think brings Brotherhood back in line, even though they have a weaker card. At least now they're not like losing card space in their hand, right? Which I think is just a win. So we'll see.
1: We will see. It is a bummer for your Brotherhood players, but I don't know. Like Jesse said, like we've been kind of saying, don't, don't freak out too much. Let's wait for the card pack. This this feels like a Band-Aid to get through the summer more than yep. it feels like the, the final form.
0: 100%. And I'm looking forward to by the end of the year what changes with this. So of course, you know, just for a quick refresher, that makes the restricted list now. The Reality Gym, the Space Gym, Advanced R&D, Brace for Impact, Deception, Disarm, indomitable patch up and sacrifice so the list is pretty darn big and we'll see what changes with this but chris let's move on to the band list oh man of course there's been a new addition to the band list which we've been clamoring for for a long time to be added on this list because not getting to play the game feels wrong (laughs) and that's what this card does it makes you feel like you don't get to play the game and that's the tactic card follow me of course, attrition lists really love this card, especially a lot of the, the ones that are doing really well in the game right now. Cabal, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, even Shadowlands Daredevil—big stuff. I actually lost one of my LVO games to Follow Me. Sure, to Shadowlands Daredevil, right? Because they
1: could just pay for it and just keep going. So I think this is a huge boon for the game. I love this. Having that Follow Me go off and your opponent's dice are hitting—you're just the game's just over. Especially if it's a if it's Multiple like a Malikith, you backpack. know, yeah. You know, if you're staring down the barrel of a Malekith right after that red skull goes and their dice both hit, you don't have a chance to respond in any meaningful way. It just feels bad.
0: Negative play experience. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think we can all agree that this is a very, very good, engaging, captivating game. But when you play and you just don't want to play again for Mm. a while because the experience was so bad, it's, it's not good. I mean, there's just not any room for that in a healthy game and I mean not to mention how how toxic can the com- community get if say it's three years from now and follow me is still just dominating right yep, it's just a recipe for only negative things, and we don't like that we like positive things around here, so I think this is a good change, a very good change
0: no absolutely I mean, I think one of the most powerful features of this card was like an nutrition list that was already taller than you less models mm-hmm. and they do multiple activations back to back and then they still keep priority. And then they go at the top of the next round and exactly. there's another model, right? With Malokith in one shot, it carried over until the next round. They got another quasi follow me the next round. And it's like, Oh, okay. So you went like bam, activation, bam, activation, move two of my models. Played the rest of that round out. I went with like, I went like one more model and then you got priority and just did it again, you yep. know, inadvertently. So there's not much to say. I mean, it was a non, this was like non-negotiable in my mind. And we've been talking about it for a while. And it's, yeah, man. It seemed like it was coming a long time ago. So it was restricted. Then it got put on the band list. I like that AMG is like willing to like move the Steps. Yeah. yeah. And, and watch stuff. So good on them. Absolutely huge. There'll be less blowouts in that way, which is really good. It's good. As- I still think some models are top of the meta and I I but I think <laughs> yeah. and inadvertently these cards help some of those things even some things out a little bit. So that's really positive positive. and just to be clear this this list and update goes into effect on July the 28th 2023 so shortly in a couple of weeks and you know you can start playing as if it is is now and that's what we're, we're going to do locally.
1: Yeah, correct. Mostly because I don't want to have to play it again. Not for a while. If we want to bust out <laughs> some of these uh, band cards, you know, in a few months, just for fun, and have a have a band to. a band day, no no restrictions on list building, you know, that could be fun. But until then, I'm very happy mm. for my Weapon X to not have to deal with follow me's. 100 percent every game. Yeah,
0: 100%. So these are all good changes, but that's it for the news update today. What's funny is we have no other news to talk about. And I think that's going to change probably very soon.
1: I have a sneaking suspicion that that's going to change pretty quick. We're going to release this episode,
0: and there's going to be news on like maybe the Warrior Falls of the new mm-hmm. BP and, and Killmonger, or maybe something about when the mutants are kiting here, or you know, maybe the card pack. I can't wait. You might have to do an emergency pod. <laughs> well,
1: not to put too fine a point on it, but I'm expecting a lot to talk about somewhere after August 6th. Just, mm.
0: just, uh, just a, thought. a good time to just announce some thought. stuff. Absolutely. So, that's gonna lead to the bulk of our conversation today, which is we've been playing some lists. We've been talking about on this very show. I'm not quite sure where I'm landing still, Chris. I'm you know sure. especially you, with
1: these changes. Those changes affected you a lot more. They didn't affect me in any way.
0: I was playing Mystique Brotherhood, so mm-hmm. I've got some soul searching to do. <laughs> yeah. For sure. This is going to be X Men. Is going to be Hellfire. Is going to still be Mystique Brotherhood. You're still playing Weapon X. We've been talking about a lot on the After Dark. We've been digging into deep to it. So, in the very least, I'm just happy these changes are going to be in effect. Me too, man. And you know what's crazy is Cosmic Ghost Rider, Umbaku, and Claw will all be at LSO
1: as well. Is I now I've played against Cosmic Ghost Rider. Same. I have not played against the other Squirrel Girl or Gwenpool. I don't know what to expect from them. I I know too. Oh my gosh. I know. And it's a bunch it'll of new be models. Who's at more of a disadvantage, right? The the person playing them for the first time, second time, third time, or yeah. the person going up against them for the first or second time. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. And it's I'm cool. excited to find out.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I cannot wait to play some of these models. But yeah. So our discussion today is going to be kind of about, I mean, we can go anywhere from here, Chris, but basically before we get into our, our next deflation talk, which is, we're going to, Kind of close the show out. Any other thoughts about Lone Star Open before we get there? Because we will be doing a full tournament report after that, which is exciting. And talk about some of our weekend plans and stuff.
1: I will. I will be fully transparent here. The thing I'm most looking forward to now is the car ride down there. Theory crafting the four of us. That's right. With, with what we're going to be seeing, because with these changes, I don't know what to expect from the meta. Of course, I still expect to see plenty of guardians. That's not going to change too much. Maybe even more fine. criminals now. But yeah. What are we going to see? Are we going to see, I, maybe it's just people reverting to lists that didn't use follow me until we can all kind of figure out until, you know, the aggro lists, those, those big Malakith lists can figure out where to go to next. Maybe they just say, you know what? I'll still play it and still beat you. Cause Malakith is still real good. Probably so.
0: Yeah. I, I do predict we'll probably see a lot of Mal, a lot of criminals, a lot of guardians. As we should, you know, there's some of the best teams in the game right now, but maybe there'll be some practice X-Men or shield players that show up um, in those minority groups. And then maybe, you know, all sorts of other things like Avengers with Hulk, Thanos, anything, you know, Thanos, Black Order, Thanos, splash another team some objective playing web warrior players out there. I mean, Spider Woman just gave them a ton of legs. In
1: Absolutely. It's,
0: it's insane. So I, I have no idea. I'm super excited about it. I am worried it's going to be very similar to last year where it's going to be like less than 40 people and it's just going to be all top tier players. Sort of like, oh, I mean, it's a good problem, right? It's, 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 you're getting yeah. your money's worth, right? But, you know, inadvertently, sometimes people look at these tournaments and they're like, oh, it was a hundred player tournament. And it's
1: like, well, in a lot of ways, like that's easier sometimes. If you're used to going to tournaments and there's a hundred folks and a third of them to maybe more are there for just to get a few games in because they don't get to play a whole lot, hundred percent. And you're used to playing a lot, you're gonna you're gonna get a couple wins. Whereas third you know, player me tournament, and, me and Jesse facing off in the first round <laughs> or second round because there's just everybody's everybody plays a lot. You know that's a little harder
0: how it was last year. So I'm really curious how it turns out this year in Dallas at Lone Star Open, but we'll see. And I'm really excited about it. But Chris, I mean, that's probably what we're playing for Lone Star Open. We have been digging more of those in the after dark, but really we get to do some fun today. We could talk about maybe some directions we're going after Lone Star Open. So we're probably going to both talk about two teams or so that we're interested in trying. And what I mean by interested in trying is we're going to get our get out of our comfort zone a little bit and kind of do what I did earlier this year, Chris, where it's like, I'd never played Cabal ever. I'd never (laughs) played Hydra. I'd never played Brotherhood. I was like, this is the year to learn them, right? Play them. Yep. And I just did a bunch of games with them, 20-ish games each, and learned a lot and fell in love with Brotherhood. I knew I would, because Magneto was right. (laughs) Yes,
1: Magneto Magneto was right.
0: Irony is Mystique was not right, but I like her leadership more than Magneto leadership, just me as a playstyle player.
1: It is, well, I mean, I I played around with her leadership in year one of the game, Mm -hmm. I believe it was. It's fun. It's good. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It's just it's just waiting for you to crack it on a nat- like on a level everyone will see or someone else crack it on a level everyone will see or you know, maybe one more piece. Maybe that piece is going to come early next year. Who knows? It's just consistent. Yeah, her leadership is and
0: Magneto's unfortunately is not sometimes cuz he just doesn't roll the dice. Yeah. So it's okay. But it's time for a change. It's time to open up the canvas here of affiliation lists, which we both have an affiliation list in front of us and just discuss some places we want to go. I've had some team. I've had some my eye on a couple teams earlier in this year, some to return to some to try the first time. And I want to know where Chris wants to go with this, too. So, Chris, we'll just maybe we can trade off here. We'll vamp and we'll talk about these lists and kind of some additions we want to add in these lists and the direction we want to build around and see where this goes what's the first affiliation you've got your eye on and maybe some interesting pieces in that affiliation you want to play
1: well it is no secret on this podcast that i have had a bit of an eye for a force that's right for a while now they have a very big very good roster oh that's right i mean you could almost run you could almost run 10 models all mono affiliated right not that I'm very interested in doing that. I want to take it a different way. I'm not sure I want to do the thematic all ladies A force. I think oh. I want to do the <laughs> base the base A force with what, you know, whatever I'm thinking works okay. or maybe some weird game plans, maybe some curveball crises in there or something just to to throw a monkey wrench and see essentially push push the limits of my play, try to learn some new tricks and try to learn a new style. It's a new and style a of lot of new characters too. So really it's just about expanding the repertoire, but I really want to get Spider-Woman on the table. I want to get Angela on the table. I don't care if she's yeah. considered top tier or not. I want sure. to try. And I honestly have had, I've got this feeling that Black Widow Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a little underplayed. Yeah. I could be sure. completely wrong. I and, and I'm fine with being completely wrong, but I'm going to get her, I'm going to get it on the table. I'm going to find out. And I'm going to try some wacky strategies, I do believe.
0: Very cool. Well, I'm going to try to guide you, Chris, to be the all-ladies your 10 models if you I can. I know
1: you will, and that's okay. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I just don't want to limit myself immediately
0: is all. I think it's a cool base Rule people have applied to themselves when they play A Force. Sure, it's like, and I get you it. Can, you can splash other ladies that aren't even A Force, and just keeping within that theme is just fun. And obviously, it's striking on the table, and especially it's much more inclusive and a lot of cool things like that. Especially at the game store you go by, and people like are walking by. Yeah, you know, maybe gamers that are interested in Marvel Christ Protocol, and they're like, "Oh wow, a team of all ladies led by She Hulk." I'm I'm very intrigued, but Gwen is still not on the A Force list, and it, it upsets me so much. But. <laughs> You can play in your 10, and I think you should. I think it's very I fun probably to, play, will. to play Ghost Spider in there. But yeah, we can construct that list and build around it. So yeah, I'm looking at the list. I mean, a lot of these models, you never really have played, Chris. and and exactly. Some of them...
1: Many I own, and many I have been very interested and vocal about wanting to get on the table anyway. You know, Scarlet Witch yeah. being one of those... I mean Valkyrie's a great three threat. Captain Marvel, Wasp, yeah. Wasp presents so many oh man, different opportunities with being able to go into her tiny form and move long. And just and just she just seems like a secure monster or yeah, p- just a pest, place and move, you know. Yeah, and there's just so many things you can do with her and I'm excited to play her and unlock those possibilities and be able to kind of think about the game in a different way.
0: Absolutely. And I think playing A forces think about the game in a different way too because I I think at first glance, it just doesn't really click with like how they are. Of course, they're ramp with power and things like that, but really they're control, you know. It's just so interesting. They have a ton of bodyguards. They have these layers of protection. They have you you hurt people. Other people get power, which turns them on to do more things to control you more or turn on the attrition. They're very cool, like mid-rangey team with a lot of control baked on top. And I think it's just super interesting. Like, I think you take She-Hulk and Okoye every game and you just have two bodyguards on the table. Yeah, man. Your opponent's just confused on what's the best pattern to do, you know? I mean, you're like, so it's... It's cool stuff, you know. Um, you could bodyguard a Koye with She-Hulk, so she lives, and then they try to attack Spider-Woman, and you bodyguard with a Koye. So Spider exactly. Woman on the table.
1: Just so many, uh, so layers. many options. And yeah, like you said, layers. And
0: they have staggers on demand. They have characters with staggers, they have they have stuns. And they've got the they've got the last drop-off card, right? They have affiliated drop-off. that's incredible. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Especially with with some larger based long movers or just long movers with flight. They, they, They've got, (laughs) well, it's not just her. Crystal has flight and long move as well. I mean, I know she's a 35 millimeter base, but Wasp is the same and it's just options upon options. It's so cool. And it's, it's all about figuring out how to play those options, and then figuring out which ones give you the best the best chance of, of winning and just mm-hmm. seeing how it stacks up. And I'm excited to try it.
0: Perfect. Well, I'm very excited for us to cover your a 4 journey on this podcast and us to dive in deep and get a bunch of reps with it and kind of crack the code. Of course, dive more into it on the bonus feed as well. But I guess that pushes it to me and you know i'm gonna talk about a team that i have played a little bit in the past but i'd like to play more of number one to understand the game at a greater level because this is a team that's ever present in the game but number two they got some recent additions that i'm really interested in trying and that's criminal syndicate i'm sorry chris it's criminal syndicate (laughs) i'm so mad but now they have four leaders isn't that crazy? It is crazy. And it's just like the options of list building, especially in the format we do where we have league nights every couple mm-hmm. weeks, we have three round tournaments. You could easily one week focus on Shadowlands raidal for 3 4 games, 5 games. A couple weeks later, focus on Modok leadership, focus on Kingpin leadership. You just jump around. You know, s- since I've last played Criminal Syndicate, they've gotten so many interesting additions. They've gotten Rhino, they've gotten M'Baku, they've gotten Supreme Modoc, they've gotten Claw. You know, I've been playing Electra a lot in Hellfire, so getting her back in Criminals would be really fun. The options are kind of endless, Chris, and you know, I genuinely, like, I don't favor bad guys in the Marvel Universe, but there's a lot of guys on this list that I really do love, as you know, as a as a fan. Um, Mysterio, yeah. Green Goblin, Dude. Rhino, Kingpin. I love these characters. Like, I
1: I love these villains. They have such an awesome roster. It's not just an awesome roster of cool characters. All of these sculpts are just rad. That's true. Uh, there's not many boring sculpts on this affiliation. And not to mention, you've got a- now you've got access to Hood, Killmonger, mm-hmm. Claw. A lot of attrition on top of the tanky boys. Yeah, you've also got the tanky, you've got Rhino, you've, I mean, <laughs> Omega Red, like you said, Mysterio. That's a lot of good control pieces there. And it's just a fun roster. And like you said, four different leaderships to kind of unlock and play with and think about. Oh man, I imagine that's heaven for you because your your mind can just keep going and going and going all the the time thinking about Criminal Syndicate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also another thing too, is one of our locals was a massive Criminal Syndicate player and he's retired Criminal Syndicate. So It feels like that was a good time to jump in and, you know, I didn't want to take his place at the time. And, you know, me and Moobs had so much fun at that Warfare Weekend tournament where we only lost one game to DeLuca's team and that was a criminal syndicate weekend. And it is a way I like to play the game, Chris, where I like to roll dice less ideally and just position, out position my opponent if I can, try to make the right activation decisions at the right times, you know, and criminals are really good at that. If you you know exactly what to go with at the right times and you're winning the secures, you can just get a early point lead before your affiliation goes away, and then kind of close out the game the normal way, like by scoring normally and stuff like that. And I love it so much, and you know, and you know, shout out to Doctor D. He did my incredible, beautiful Yeti Ulic too, which I just want to get on the table more, anyways. Because oh you know, yeah, it's Yeti awesome. Ulic Blizzard inspired,
1: mm-hmm. primal mm-hmm.
0: ridge. You know, I just like it that there's a bunch of big characters, and you know, they got a lot of animal characters on their team, which I I really like. You guys know this. I love monster animal creatures. Yeah. yeah. yeah, so It's fun. And I think you could splash a lot of new models too and see what happens with criminals.
1: But that was going to be my question is, do you have any, do you have any like uh spicy splashes you're, you're thinking about trying with criminal syndicate or is it just kind of a wait and see? We're going to feel it out. It's probably a wait and see. Cause I'm, I'm probably going to mainly stick to affiliated, right?
0: I mean, lizard well, obviously is in every criminal list I make, but he's not affiliated, but everybody
1: else it just means you get to try to make electro work, right?
0: Hope so. I um, mean, I think she does work in the Modoc leadership and the Shadowlands leadership, right? And so. Well, I was thinking about trying her in A Force too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So moving on, Chris, let's get back to your teams and let's
1: talk about another team you might want to try out. All right. This one is going to, you weren't seeing, you didn't know this one was coming. I don't know what anybody was going to guess this one, but I think I have to try out Web Warriors. Whoa. Too many characters I love. Tell me about it. Yeah. And once again, it's unlocking a new play style for me, making me think yes. about the game in a different way. But I really want to try some stuff with amazing Spider-Man. I know, I know shout out farmer is out there yep, playing amazing Spider-Man all the time, but man, love that Ryan. leadership, it just fascinates me. Don't know that I'm going to make it any good, but it fascinates me. So I have to try and, I've got to get Venom on the table eventually, right? <laughs> Miles is my favorite Spider-Man. We get everybody knows. I have been no no. It is no yep. secret on this podcast that I am a huge Moon Knight fan. Hundred percent. Daredevil. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe you can make Daredevil be okay. I don't know. I echo what
0: you say, Chris. They're easily one of my favorite teams of characters I love in one team, right? I mean, we are Spider-Man yeah. fanboys here on the show. It's it's very apparent and. Without Spider-Man, I wouldn't be the Marvel fan I am, so I kind of owe everything to Peter Parker. And this team, this roster, I love every member. Mm -hmm. I mean, Spider-Woman was the one I knew the least and loved the least, and that has just been amped up recently by our episode and other research we've been doing on her. Everyone else was already like a ten out of ten for me on level on the level that I love them. So it's like I completely see why you want to try this team. And I think you and I've had a lot of discussions off mic where it's like last year in the fall, I wanted my big web warrior kick, if you remember. And yes. I learned a lot from that. Even with the type of player I am, with the way I play the game, I learned even how to do more the way I play even more with rotating, knowing when to pick fights, knowing when to not take fights, knowing when to activate in the right order and stuff. Web Warriors is a great way to learn the game. It is very punishing at first, but that's okay because you just really start figuring it out and you're like, wow, there's so many moving parts. And I think web warriors are the best they've ever been because I would have killed for Spider Woman. I would have killed for Agent Venom back then. You know, have a little attrition from Agent Venom, and incinerate on demand, which they don't have, and another steal in Spider Woman, plus the interrogate.
1: The interrogate's really cool and fascinating.
0: Respect the web warriors player every time you sit down against them because they could just blow you out on points quickly, right? And
1: now they have more tools to do it. Absolutely. And they are generally a very dedicated bunch. So you just assume they're going to know what they're doing. Yep. Uh, whether or not you you think their numbers look good on a competitive level or not, they can reach out and touch you and you can get took. <laughs> you got to be, you have to be on your guard. You got to be ready to play. hundred percent. And they can
0: always out-rotate you. So you just got to mm-hmm. like respect the game state at all times. Right. And like what could potentially happen. So, okay, Chris, well, that was a curve. I was not ready for that. <laughs> so, I'm glad
1: I caught you off guard. That's awesome.
0: I'm excited you're playing Venom too. I mean,
1: I, I come on.
0: You love Miles. I love Venom.
1: I, Miles Morales on. is my Spider-Man. He's excellent. Come on. Eventually, they're going to give us Miguel, right? Please. So, like, I have to be ready for that. I have to know how to play him. They got to be painted. They got to be ready to go for when Spider-Man 2099 is is, is available for me to play. Because once once I have Miguel and Miles on the table at the same time, it's over for y'all not like that i'm gonna win the game but i'm gonna be real happy about playing that's all i mean
0: yeah i've been obsessed with spider-man 29 since i first saw his suit so yeah, i was Miguel, no rules dude something about it man it's one of the it, i think it was story. second
1: second comic book i ever bought with my own money was that's a really 2099 off of a off of a like a off of a news rack in a local grocery store yeah like incredible very young incredible well
0: yeah, and I you brought up a good point there too, Chris, at the end. Um, because it's something I did last year. Cause I do the same thing. When I dive deep into a team, I make sure every model's painted.
1: Yeah. And well I'm finally
0: Yeah,
1: I'm finally to that point where my my X Force and most of my X-Men Weapon X. Yeah. Everything I play on a competitive scale is is finally painted, ready to go. You know, I have taught myself how to paint. I'm still bad. It's okay. It's okay. But, you know, I'm there. So now I painted. can finally now I can finally you know, not no unpainted models touch the table unless it's a necessity, like mm-hmm. they're brand new and I have to prep or something. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I there, do. there are always exceptions, but for the most part. Well, this is good because
0: A Force and Web Warriors in particular are probably some of your most unpainted, right? So yeah. I, I see another, the theme.
1: Yeah. And then, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm getting them painted. I'll just drop my third choice here, the probably TTS only uh, affiliation, because it's a okay. lot to expect uh, to do okay. three, but Convo. I got to try it. Whoa. I got to play the Wizards. I'm going to get smoked every time I play them, but I have to try it.
0: Just to try it. Yeah. Um, I miss combo. Yeah, man. They're cool. I think of them every night when I lay on my pillow. I'm like, is, am I am going <laughs> to start combo I, I again tomorrow? I
1: absolutely believe that. I absolutely believe that.
0: There's just not enough hours in the day. That's what I'm saying, man. Unfortunately, the podcast takes play time from the thing I do the podcast about, but my return to combo will be at some point And, um, Excited about it, but at this moment in time, i have been trying all new teams, and I'm just I'm leaning into that, um, filling some gaps. It's so okay. fun. So combo is number three for you, Chris. So I'll give a number two and number three real quick. So number two, we'll talk about more. So number two for me, team I have never played. I've always talked about playing. Wakanda. Finally, I mean, it's simple. Finally. Finally,
1: I'm 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 happy for you. Part
0: of it is because it's all painted except Mbaku, so I'll get that remedied because I do think he's going to be a core piece. So. He's going
1: to look so good painted up. That sculpt is. <sighs> Just I know. the white gorilla kiss, baby.
0: Skins on him. Man, incredible. Now I think Mbaku looking so good is half the reason I want to play them because sure. he's a standout sculpt now in the entire roster. With the Warrior Falls coming, we don't know when, but with the Warrior Falls coming, it'd be cool to like have a couple of Wakanda reps under the belt before we get a new BP, before we get a new Killmonger, start figuring that out. So yeah, I'm gonna play as affiliated as I can play as thematic as I can throw in the white wolf too. throw him some Bucky yeah, baby action.
1: Maybe, maybe bust out, bust out the herbs just for fun. <laughs> Not against me. Cause yeah. I, won't, I won't, yeah, I won't no you, cards. but <laughs> now I'm, I'm done with herbs. where, <laughs> yeah, man, it would, I mean, Theme would be cool, but no, it's more fun to say that you did it than to actually play exactly. that game.
0: And I'm really happy with my my paint jobs on my original Wakandans, and I did some basing on them and stuff. So I've got multiple Wakanda boards. So there's there, the the pieces are in yeah. place to like just enjoy them and have fun. And of course, infrastructure that, is there. Yeah. So just got to get Mbaku painted and you know get it going. But it's exciting. And I think Chris, this is a part we haven't talked about yet, where it's like you talked about web warriors. I've never played Wakanda. It is a playstyle I favor, which is like a reactive control yeah. playstyle, but it's it's a different playstyle than like the Web Warriors. So, I can't wait to try it and uh play fun stuff like scoundrels with Wakanda, you know, yeah, and man. just like try to control a bunch of points on the board and have Shuri out there for rerolls and I'm I'm really excited about it.
1: I'm excited for you. Our Wakanda versus Web Warriors game is is going to end with you winning, but it's going to be fun. We'll see. I mean, it's funny because we both like don't really
0: hit hard and we both
1: have a lot of control and i mean you, but then I mean, you still have killmonger. yeah you've got you've got the killmonger spike back pocket killmonger and and black panther is quite the piece absolutely but finishing out this discussion chris and
0: my third team should shock no one it's a team chris and i have talked about a lot on the show but neither one of us have gotten to dive deep into it and part of it for me honestly was just they weren't all painted and this is a team that i think is so cool so up my aesthetic alley and i was like they all have to be painted you know, mm. and I saved the best painting for last, which was Blade. It is so Midnight interesting Suns. that you
1: haven't played Midnight Suns yet. No, I, I haven't. It, but it's a team both of us want to play and, and have. Yeah.
0: And we're both just waiting for Man Thing. Let's be real. Oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, Man Thing was there, we'd be playing them 24-7, so.
1: Ugh. But I mean, well, they'll give us Morbius before they give us Man Thing. They will. As as rightfully so, and the I know, but I'm still gonna complain.
0: I think Morbius is someone I'll really enjoy playing, especially if they kind of nail his play style. I think he could have a really unique play style.
1: <laughs> they they can change my mind by making him fun. That's for sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, part
0: of why I've never played Midnight Suns. I don't really like to play attrition teams. They're not fully attrition, which interests me more. You know that they have, of course, the bump, and they've got mobility, and they've got a lot of interesting things. They've got bats. Card of bats, yeah. So I'm really excited to see um the future of Midnight Suns and them getting expanded. So I think that it's a good time as any to like try them and just learn, especially with my blade being painted now. What a sculpt! Yeah, what a sculpt! I still just love it. I know some people it didn't work for them like it does for me, and Chris. But and that's okay. But that's okay. I
1: absolutely adore that sculpt.
0: It works for us so much. So I'm I'm so pleased about it. So so just as a recap, Chris, your three teams are a force. Web Warriors, and Combo. So yes, all sir. very completely different play styles than Chris has played in the past. And mine are Criminal Syndicate, Wakanda, and Midnight Suns. Um, I think I'll probably favor whatever team's fully painted the most first, which will probably be criminals. That makes sense. All my criminals are painted except Claw.
1: That's going to be a fun paint.
0: Man, I don't even know how to approach that. I'm going to need someone's help who's a lot better painter than me to do Claw. I think the sculpt is just too beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited to see where we go with these teams, what we learn from these teams. We recount it on the podcast. I think I'm most excited about playing Wakanda out of those three.
1: That I mean, Wakanda would be on a short list of mine if we expanded them anymore. Maybe they'll be on my list next year. Sure. You know, when we do this again. Cause this, you know, this is kind of this is kind of a yearly pattern we're falling into here, and I am very okay with it. Or like quarterly, right? Because I mean we both kind of it's I've like we closed off. Fo- sp- I've been pretty spring. focused for a while, which has been good and different for me.
0: Yeah, and I'm saying we're about to be focused again, but with <laughs> yeah, new we teams, right? So it's like just really digging into the reps with new teams. I think is really helpful. Yeah, for the beginning of the year, for you and me, it was like yeah, Weapon X was not new models for you, Persever, but it was a new team, new right? Team, and, new leadership,
1: and-, and it's the tactics cards with that with that affiliation that you really oh, yeah. still figuring really out the minutiae the dossier and I'm getting lot so I, good. I, I get that dossier pretty often, not gonna lie. It's it's incredible. But you know I I think we're just
0: biding our time until we, we probably return to our primary teams again, probably in the winter or the spring of next year. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's a good place to be because I think you should always explore. You should always push on yourself. And I think, you know, trying new teams is fun, but I think the best way to try new teams is kind of this method we're doing, Chris, which is where you just lock in for a period of time. Cause that's how you learn. Really.
1: There's also, there's also the, the Clemens method, spin the wheel and play what you're told. and, Mad respect for that. Shout out, Sean. I think if I had every model painted, I would definitely lean into that method, dude. I think it's pretty cool. And he gets his models painted using the wheel. It's it's pretty productive. I could see using the wheel, uh, some form of like using the wheel of randomness
0: paired with this method in the middle, meeting the middle where it's like
1: one hundred percent. That that's more up spend my alley. Spin the wheel
0: and lock in.
1: Spin the for wheel for the next month or two months two or whatever. Month or two, yeah. Yeah, that that's very appealing to me.
0: Or even spin the wheel. I think this Chris will this will really appeal to Chris because this is something Chris really likes to do. Spin the wheel with like one or two characters and then have them in every <laughs> roster.
1: Right? Like it, I need to
0: learn Squirrel Girl. Spin the that wheel. Is, okay, she's in my ten
1: every that time. That is a favorite of mine. Uh, I generally, if I'm looking to learn a character, I play them every game that day, whether it's advantageous or not. Even when I know it's the wrong move, I just slam games with them. Love it. No, absolutely yes. eh, works
0: for me. It's good stuff. So yeah, we're really forward to this method and trying these new teams, and we'll get back to you with like how it goes on this feed and in the After Dark both, and just like share lessons learned. I feel like Chris, I feel like playing a Force, you're going to learn a crazy amount for the game that you, you're not even aware of yet, and that I'm not aware of yet. Where words, it's, it's just layers and layers. And, I do love onions, dude. Yeah, man. You can you can really dig in that team and learn, and in theory. The best part about doing this is we're just ready for when these teams get additional leaders and models, right? Yep. If you put in the time now, you're putting in time with your future self as a player and enjoyment of the game because you're like, oh, Web Warriors got Miguel. I'm ready to just jump right in with Miguel and, and just and play him, right? So I love laying that groundwork, that foundation of you, of you as a player and kind of building on top of that. And I think the best way to do that is just lock into a team for a while, slam some games and and learn it. And, you know, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Fury's Finest is supported by our wonderful patrons. You can become a Furies Finest patron by going to patreon.com slash Finest.
0: Of course, follow the show on Twitter at Fury's Finest Cast and Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch at Furies Finest. Emails at Furiousfinest at gmail.com and leave us reviews on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps
1: us out. Thanks to approaching Nirvana for the show's music. And like Jesse said, every little bit helps. Please spread the word rate review subscribe it means the world it's absolutely huge for us and i'm sorry that i've had to say this like what how many yeah. times A 100, 100, plus time. 100 times 100 times 50 something times but thank it's, you guys. Well, it matters because if you can't
0: support us you know, financially through the Patreon or things like that, the best way you can support us is by subbing to the show. Give us a review on your podcast platform of choice, honestly. So that's all you can do, that's a huge help and helps the show get out there to more people and spread the love of this game and help grow this wonderful community. So we
1: really appreciate you guys doing so. MCP is pretty cool and we're glad you guys like it too. Jesse, right. where can they find you?
0: Of course, you can find me everywhere online at Jesse Aiken. That's J-S-S-E-E-A-K-I-N. So that's Twitter, Instagram, Discord, and Longshanks. And you can also find me on my Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast, Hello There, my Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. Everywhere podcast can be found. And everywhere online at Hello There Cast. Shatterpoint's in full swing right now. It's crazy. Um, we're still learning the game together. Uh, me and Chris are learning the game together, having a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Well.
1: I can't and, wait for Mace,
0: dude. Hype is real, right? Hype is real. And uh, if you are even interested in Shatterpoint at all, like you're unsure about it, check out the podcast. We, we we do give a lot of information that might help sway you one way or the other and may help you make a decision if it's for you. So definitely check out Hello
1: there. Anywhere podcasts can be found. Chris, where, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Chris Bruffett. You can find me on threads. I'm not sure how to tell you to get there yet. Maybe it'll still be around next week. We'll see. I'm strong style on the Discord. Please do not hesitate to hit me up. Let's talk comics, basketball, wrestling, whatever. Perfect. Well,
0: we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was fun to return to the news briefly, and I hope we get to return to the news soon, Chris. I hope we have some. We're doing another news episode in the coming weeks.
1: I know that it was only two pieces of news, but this follow me thing is is pretty big. Like it's pretty big, legitimately pretty big. So. I think it was it necessitated, you know, an episode and we all we got to talk and and a laid back, like no yeah, yeah, no like true format. We just got to talk, which is always super fun. But I am excited to return to format soon and talk about talk about a Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, some some more webware content, which I'm really excited
1: to talk about. So well, we hope you guys enjoyed this
0: episode. And until next time, thanks for listening, true believers.
1: Excelsior. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. At this point I doubt anything would surprise me. 10 bucks says you're wrong.